Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Open Dreams podcast. Uh, just to give you a brief recap, the Open Dreams podcast is a collaborative series that brings together uh, young leaders and, and change makers in the academic field, in the, in the leadership sphere, uh, even in the political sphere to, had, harness, to harness discussions around issues that are relevant and issues that are aimed at, you know, encouraging education, encouraging uh, change and of course impact and today we are joined with no other person uh, but um, one of the most prominent and pioneer scholars at Open Dreams uh, in the person of Elvis Taminaba. He just recently got his undergraduate degree from University of Edinburgh uh, on, on a full ride scholarship and now he moved to China where he is uh, a Schwarzman scholar and uh, we are so excited to have him on today's podcast. I'm not going to speak so much, but I'll just let uh, Elvis introduce himself to us and uh, tell us something about himself. Hello, Elvis. Welcome to the, the episode. Hi, Titus. Hi, Titus. Uh, thank you. Thank you for welcoming me. Uh, I am Elvis Tanwe. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm Cameroonian born. Of course, I um, 2018, I was able to get the MasterCard Foundation Scholarship at Edinburgh, where I've been studying for the past four years and now traveled to, to China for like the Schwarzman Scholars Program, a one-year master's program at Tsinghua University. So like uh, before getting my scholarship in 2018, as I mentioned, I, I had been at Open Dreams for, for three years, since 20, 2014, where I started, actually 2015 rather, where I started applying for scholarships in just around when I finished Lower Set and then started with the, the, the summer academy, went on to apply the first two years, no positive or like comprehensive scholarship. And then like the third year I got, I got the, the, the MasterCard Foundation Scholarship at Edinburgh, which was really good news, good news for us. I went to Edinburgh with Hoffman Mookie. We've been really good experience there at Edinburgh. Thank you for that, Elvis. Uh, you you kind of you know started brushing with the second question that I was hoping to ask you. Uh, you are one of the pioneer scholars at Open Dreams. You're one of the first Cameroonians who really got access to the Open Dreams network, and uh, and officially joined as a scholar in 2018 when you when you got your your scholarship. So joining Open Dreams, you know, in the early days of its come of its coming into Cameroon. Uh, I think that maybe it was a bit challenging. Maybe it was a bit new to you. Uh, I'm not sure that the, the idea of scholarships or the idea of study abroad opportunities was very uh, common or popular at that time. So tell us about some of your the experience that you had joining Open Dreams and uh, maybe some of the challenges that you received from, from people in, around you, your peers, or your, your, your parents. Just give us, you know, paint us a picture of that experience of you joining Open Dreams uh, in its early days. Right, right. Uh, yeah, to answer your question, I think I should mention that like quite in my early teens, I, I, I had been like really that independent person. So most of the decisions around my education was, were, were very much my decision, right? And so like for me, I remember back in 20, 2015, where I just uh, had finished lower seat and yeah, haven't gotten uh, the best position there at GBHS Attila. I was recommended to Open Dreams by one of my uh, discipline masters at Attila. And yeah, so he just recommend us to this opportunity, give us your names and your contacts, uh, like recommend you for one opportunity. 
yeah, we didn't really know what he was talking about. Now we got a phone, a message from, from Mr. Kaba, like telling us about Open Dreams come to the center opposite Amumeza. So yeah, we just uh, arrived there. I remember Chofu and I were, were, were among the keen, keen guys from Atela uh, back then. So we arrived there, gave us like a form after we waited for some time. They gave us the form to fill. I remember going through the, the form. It looked quite interesting, like opportunities to study in the United States. Yeah, really much things that I've dreamt about. And, and I, I really resonated quite strongly with it. I remember like really getting so excited about it, even started making those plans in my head, how I'll be in the United States in the year or two. So yeah, and I got really engaged with it and filled the form. I remember coming back to the center and I was given a laptop to, to write what I've just written in the form to type some, some uh, questions, some easy questions, responses. Mm -hmm. And yeah, pretty much, yeah, one of the very first experiences with a laptop, with typing, and, and yeah, it took some time there, really long hours to type everything. And then, yeah, got, got like really, I, I think one of the things I noticed around the first day is how like Mr. Kaba really liked like this commitment, people are committed. So yeah, I really appreciate that I could come back and follow up like what was happening with like the, the initial application for us to join. And then later on, yeah, we got the message that we were like, yeah, invited to join the summer, summer bootcamp, which yeah, went on that summer. I attended part of it. And yeah, it was quite, I think for me, basically like the challenges I could say I faced in those days, firstly, in the attending the, the summer bootcamp that day or like doing everything around up during that day is that I lived at my sixth grade and the center was at around my two, right? Amumezan. So there were some days I literally had to work, like really early in the morning, like trek all the way from my six to my two, early in the morning, just to make sure I'm one of the first callers so I could get access to the laptop and ultimately to internet. So yeah, so that was really one of the first challenges and yeah, really going about understanding everything about college ap application. Yeah, it was really challenging as well, but yeah, ultimately you 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 get to find a way when when you have the will and you yeah and you are hardworking. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely you absolutely right. Uh, it, it's commonly said that where there's where there's a will, there's a way. Um, and you you have really uh shown several young people across the world in in various you know settings uh that with the right amount of of effort you know setting the right goals and and hard hard work as well as connecting with the right people and getting the right mentorship and uh, access to opportunities you can you can really get uh, very interesting things done and you know so many parts of your story kind of are similar to you know how i equally got to join the open dreams network and uh and equally become a scholar uh so the open dreams network is, is you know a plethora of opportunities you know a, a, a melting or should i say a really big space where individuals of different capacities are present uh people of different backgrounds people heading towards different directions but they all have you know this common should i say this common property of the, the drive that they all bear and and how passionate they are in working towards their goals and, and their respective visions and so i would say the open dreams network is a very valuable network so in your experience, how has how has this network been relevant to you so far? I mean, you joined again like in the very early days, and you've been you've been within the network since you know two thousand before two thousand eighteen even. Um, yeah, so how, how has this network been particularly relevant to you? You know, as a scholar. 
first and foremost, I think the very first thing, the very first opportunity that Open Gyms offers is that opportunity to work with like really ambitious students like yourself who are looking to study abroad. I remember in those first days, like coming from Atiela, like you literally has maybe the top in your school. So you, that was your comfort area. So you could like literally had uh, like top, you're the best in your school and there isn't much of competition anymore or just like the competition is just Cameroon limited. But when you come to Open Dreams, you see lots of people really thriving for Stanford, Harvard, and you, you really see that need to, to dream bigger, to really be ambitious. And I see how students like yourself are getting the, the brilliant scores in ACT, writing really good ACs and earning good marks. And you see that with that, with that zeal, with that surrounding of like really ambitious and hardworking students, they can push you to your own, like really much to further, further be, beyond what you, you initially thought were your limits, right? And then secondly, it's like the, 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 the exposure Open Dreams gives, gives you, which is really very much important. Uh, and that is in terms of like schools you've never heard of, scholarships you've never heard of, or even like degree programs that you've never heard of. Before coming to Open Dreams, I knew nothing about chemical engineering. So like, like which is literally one of those Cameroonian teens who anything you're thinking about is medicine, engineering in in polytech or in or like uh, teacher training at at ENS, right? So literally, I didn't think much about like chemical engineering and like that specificity in engineering. You just knew you had to go to polytech and whatever engineering you do in polytech is good enough, but. Open Dreams made me to really, when I was applying, really get to consider strongly what engineering programs basically am I interested in. And then got to read about chemical engineering, really saw that I, it's in line with, with what I've really, and my passion for chemistry and my, my, my like, uh, like curiosity to understand how everyday products are made, right? So yeah, I really got that interest in, 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 in chemical engineering back then. So that exposure part of it is really important. You really get to see like schools, like Stanford research on those and see what really students from Stanford look like. And then you get like mentors. I remember I had Victor came all over from the US and we had like another uh, mentor from the US who came as well. So you can see, yeah, guys from the other side coming as well. And then the, the good thing about scholars who have come after us is that they can also see us now as well who have gone through the journey and be like, yeah, so there is an opportunity scholar at Edinburgh, at Harvard, at, uh, at the Xinhua University now, and the Edinburgh, the Open Dream Scholars everywhere around the world now. So there's that that exposure to a really a lot of like people out there, opportunities out there. And and one thing I would say about scholarships, I get these questions from a lot of friends back in Cameroon is that we hardly find things that are legit. We know there are lots of uh, what people call Yahoo boys around and they can do yeah. all of these things. And just like, yeah, apply, give us money, and they will give you a line and all of that. So really applying for scholarships is a daunting thing on your own. So like that, 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 like I know Cameroonians, we are very skeptical and, and our skepticism is really founded on like things that we've seen and heard our experiences, right? So I think Open Dreams really give you, give you that exposure to what you can really consider as something that is like really legit or like really mm -hmm. like, uh, uh, like really trusted so uh, and if you're applying for a scholarship that i think 
given to you or like you've seen show up on dreams you can be sure that this is 100 percent uh like what it is so it's really good and even in those first days where you get the, the scholarship your family is skeptical like how how did is that really something real and yeah. they're never really believing until you get get on the other side before they'll be like okay that was that was okay so yeah there's that exposure to like real like really trusted trusted opportunities so that's one of the things as well and of course you have internet you have access to computer if you have no computer at home and yeah there is much more to do in the community community work and i know community service is something we don't really do much in cameroon but i open dreams you get to do that as well and then you build this whole network that you continuously uh, like uh, get like uh, rely on as you go through university uh, and as as we go on i think it, it becomes even more valuable that is that is absolutely profound um you know when i ex- when i asked you earlier about your your challenges getting to open dreams i thought you were going to mention the the aspect of the skepticism that come with uh, you know being within the open dreams network you know it's most of this um I mean, the opportunities and the platform that that Open Dreams provide, the exposure that it provides, uh, the network that it provides, is is very unmatched when it comes when it comes to comparing with other um, local networks and local opportunities in the country. So sometimes it sounds too good to, to be true uh, for young for young people across different African countries. Um, so you know, you're one of the co-founders at Premier Dev, and you're doing some very interesting work. At Premier Dev, which is is a soft comp- software you know firm, uh, upskilling young Cameroonians, upskilling uh, them with tech skills which are necessary for them to to de- to develop tech solutions to local problems. And um, several young Cameroonians have been impacted through this 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 you know this uh, this startup this this uh, organization, and they are doing quite some interesting things back in Cameroon. And uh, you know some of them are equally moving to other countries and doing some interesting things like you know Mohammed who attend, who was uh, one of the participants of the the maiden edition of the startup challenge. Now he's in Harvard and you know the skills that he obtained uh, from the challenge have propelled his uh, his computer engineering career his his experience in that area. So you know tell us a bit more about how Premier came into existence and the work that you and your team are doing over Premier Right, so basically, on uh, the offset, onset of the pandemic, there was there were lockdowns across the world in the summer. Is it spring of twenty twenty? And like, yeah, we basically were indoors. So a lot of things went online, right? So university, my university, Edinburgh, was in, involved with the work to to bring bring up like uh, develop this online online platform. And what I noticed is that like literally. Africans where like lots of activities around Africa with lockdowns is just shut down. There's no much you can do. We heard stories about classes being held at, at the University of Bamenda on WhatsApp. Uh, the teacher will be doing voice notes and that will be his lecture around like for, for, for his, his or her course. So yeah, I, I think we, we came to the, that, that initial thought like we, we definitely need to start creating the capability around the continent where we could train like young people in Africa to, to get up the skills to, to build like software uh, platforms that could necessitate uh, like, like uh, address the challenges we have in the continent. We know our challenges are, are different from the rest of the world. And that is even why, that is why we need to develop like uh, platforms that are really like 
targeted towards our challenges, right? And one like when we were founding Premedev was really around getting that 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 startup or social venture that really get to bring young people. We upskill them in software development, starting with web development front and back end, and then ultimately to mobile get get even sophisticated as we as we progress. And then ultimately to work with those students now, the ones who are really showing most pro like, like progress with the work and engagement to work with them to build those software like products that we see as like really essential for, for like the African market. Uh, and this, as I said, is really on our vision to create an African where like its youths are able to move fast as, well as we saw the rest of the world move fast to build like a swift, software products for like the, the, the continent's challenges as the, the challenges are, are, are coming up. And yeah, we're starting in Cameroon and hopefully if you get like getting the protocol, like everything around the such venture right in Cameroon, the, the training, the upskilling sessions we'll be having, the, the, the challenge, which is one of the main aim of the challenge is to really to get uh, like, like young people interested firstly in technology and software development. And then in the bootcamp, we, we train those who have really shown that interest and want to develop skills to develop those skills. And ultimately we're creating a program where we could work with those engaged to create those software products we're talking about. So, and we see that comes into play three years, five years down the line where we work really to develop like products that will be useful in the African market. That's that's interesting that you mentioned something which caught my, caught my attention and I'd, I'd really like to comment on that. You said, um, in Africa, our problems are different. And that's that's very true. Most of our problems are quite different from those that the rest of the world faces, or at least they come in different ways. Like um, when when the telephone came to Africa, it went straight to the mobile subscription plans. You know, there was no there were no telephone lines, and you know, the way it was done in America and Europe was, was quite different. So almost all forms of technology which come into Africa immediately switched to mobile, like you know, how uh, solar energy and, and solar power is actually gain some grounds in Africa, partly because of the, the difficulty with the terrains to establish other forms of, you know, spread of the technology. So things really move to mobile. And so I think that the work that uh, you're doing at Premier Dev is, is quite relevant. And uh, I, I really wish you good luck with that. So after finishing your, your undergrad in Edinburgh, you have now moved to China as a Schwarzman scholar. And for the next one year, you're going to be studying uh, over there in China. So tell us about what you're going to be studying and uh, what are the interesting things that are you know in front in your career for you like just paint us a picture of how the future looks like for you right so yeah currently in shanghai where i'm doing my lockdown on uh yeah just uh, coming to like i came into to china shanghai a few days back and yeah i have to go through this this 10 days quarantine according to the chinese regulations and really much uh the next 10, 10, 10 months after my quarantine and I go up to Beijing will be really studying, understanding China, understanding global issues from like geopolitics to uh, foreign affairs, China-US relations, China-Europe relations, and, and China-Africa relations, right? And then I'll also do courses in entrepreneurship and innovation, finance and economics, and really much to get like a glimpse of like everything that is i see what why to like make an informed judgment on if you have a project in cameroon or in bermenda 
and you need funding around that, who do you go to? Getting to understand China, global affairs, and also my understanding on, on economics, right? And really much uh, my, my short-term, my long-term, medium-term to long-term goal is really to get to that position where I can advise on, on, on financing on the African continent. Financing for me, I've come to realize is paramount. Uh, you can have the big projects in Mevele, or you can have the big hydroelectric projects, but really much it comes down to where you get that money. And China has been one of the main creditors to African countries. So I really want to understand that as well. And ultimately to understand also the Western capital markets, which will be very important in, in like getting other alternatives to finance projects around the continent. Really ultimately get to that point where I can, I can advise governments or like uh, agencies to really how they can get get financing for for the major projects they are they are, they are working on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is like for me the ultimate goal on on like coming to China and like really the next one year I'll be like exploring that and also the Chinese uh, like uh, entrepreneurship ecosystem how they've come to develop all the, the the cool companies we know about from Alibaba to. TikTok and all, all of that, like really much how, how they have come to, to, to build those companies uh, and, and everything around that. So by the time I leave China next year, I hopefully get much, much more understanding on that and I can make informed decisions around that. And yeah, who knows, like maybe we can tap into that to build something similar in Cameroon and the rest of Africa. So yeah, looking forward, looking forward to the next 10 months. Yeah, so so we are really looking forward to you know benefit from your experiences um as a freshman scholar and you know good luck with your studies and um and, and the rest of your, your academic and professional career. So you know we are wrapping up with the discussion now, and I would say so far it's been it's been a nice discussion for me. I've learned a lot uh you know from your sharing and from your experiences. And um understand that different people from different backgrounds and you know different countries are listening to you right now and you know they, they they may want you to give them some words of advice some words of counsel um partially on how to approach their career and then maybe uh, some tips on personal development which could be relevant uh in in their communities within their digital communities as well so what are some words of counsel that you have in that domain for for the listeners now yeah so on advice on like yeah i think one of the things one of the things i really look forward to as advice is um the bible actually a passage i take from the bible around the around investing around uh the principle of added advantage which is like uh there is the more is given to 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 heal heart more and I, the first time I came across that passage it was really quite intriguing because it, I see it as one of the things that it was really much around everything against what I've uh, learned in the Bible, right? So more given to who has more. Yeah, so basically one, my understanding of that passage is that like life is really, you start from where you are and try to build advantages to where you want to be, right? So uh, and I, I see that every day with like, people like Elon Musk to start with their small company startups in the beginning, they build it, they sell it for a couple of, of dollars and then they, they invest that into a new idea and two, three years down the line, five, they sell it for even more money 
And before you know it, they have like billions and they can now use that billions to leverage even more, like more influence and get more things done. So pretty much that is how I've seen, that is how I've seen, I've learned and I, I try to build my life around. So really the advice I give, as I always mention, even when I was back in Cameroon with the scholars, was like try to like wherever you are, look at where you want to be and look at the, the, the opportunities, the, the, the low hanging fruits, the wins you can get and how those wins can prepare you to the next win and ultimately to the next one. And if you want to get to like really good university and you see the chances are like 2%, like think about how, like can you do another program? Can you do with, uh, an event? Can you, Open Dreams, definitely you join Open Dreams will prepare you even further. So yeah, look at around all of those things that will be your advantage and ultimately you get to where you want to be, right? So really much like look up, like get, just get to the internet, look up the principle of added advantage or the Matthew effect as it's called. I think that is really something that has continues to guide me every day. And whenever someone asks me on giving advice to the young stars, the young people, how to go about life, I say, just, just look at that. That is really, really something I find intriguing. And uh, I just go by it like the principle, like it's really intriguing. I've just said that down now and I'm going to, you know, read it after this. Uh, you you actually uh, have given something like, you know, that's actually a gem right there. And I, I think that if us as Cameroonians, you know, in this particular context, uh, stop complaining about the problems that we have around also Africans stop complaining about the problems so much. And you look at, you know, the, the opportunities that are available around us, like you said, um, we can definitely use them to, you know, step up to the next level and then move to the next level and move to the next level. And uh, from there, things are definitely going to be to be better. Thank you so much, Elvis. It was a wonderful discussion with you. Um, thank you for sharing your experience with us. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. We like to keep these conversations usually under 30 minutes. I feel like we should keep going. Uh, but yeah, we like to keep them under 30 minutes. And it was, it was such a good conversation. I hope that you, you equally enjoyed it as well. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was great talking, Titus. And yeah, I appreciate you for the work you're doing for Open Drips. Really, yeah, thank you. All right, thank you, Elvis. And have a wonderful day. Yeah, you too, you too. Nice one.